Welcome to the podcast for Brain and Cortland in the morning on 98.1 K-Hawk. Cedar Rapids number one for New Country, 98.1 K-Hawk. Tyler Hubbard and 5'9". Good morning, it's Brain and Cortland. One of us, uh, no, you're not 5'9". I'm 6'3". Do you, have, what, do you know your official height if somebody asked you right off the bat? Like, Cortland, how tall are you? 5'4 and a half, 5'5". 5'4 Somewhere in between there. Didn't quite have the same ring to it. but No, it does not. How are you doing today? Are you feeling better? Feeling much better than I uh, was this time Sunday evening slash uh, early Monday morning. So. Well, clearly, since you're here at work. Yeah, yeah. Um, we just had a few. There were some, let's just say consumer confidence wasn't real high. <laughs> When people ask, that's that's how I like to phrase it. So, you know, nobody needs to hear that stuff. But Yeah, you think you had some sort of stomach bug or was yeah, it food something, poisoning? I don't think it was food poisoning. I had, uh, Kaylee had her first volleyball tournament of the season on Sunday. And so we were at a uh, athletic facility up in Hiawatha from 8 in the morning uh, until we got home at around 3.30. That's a lot of time. At, a, at uh, watching volleyball. Mm, yeah, it is. And so, you know, they had standard concessions there. And uh, I, what did I have? I had uh, a cheese stick. I had some nachos at some at one point in time. And they were your standard, very simple, but yet uh, they were good nachos. Oh, be, I, you don't have to sell me on concession stand nachos. Yeah, you'd be happy to know the nachos <laughs> were fine. And, uh, and then just some other snack food. I had a couple of sodas and that was it. And uh, yeah, then got home and just... Didn't feel great, and then things progressively got worse. So maybe I picked something up from someone over the weekend. I don't know. I didn't well, leave my house that often. so Luckily, it, it was like a 24-hour thing. So. Yeah, just kind of, uh, and nobody else in my house has gotten it. Knock on wood, because the kids go back to school today, and I'd like them to be there. <laughs> yes. Thank you very much. Because I got dropped off at work today. I Ubered in, but my Uber driver <laughs> was, was your my wife. wife. <laughs> don't tell anyone, but I'm sleeping with my Uber driver. <laughs> Did you pay her extra for having to wake up at 3.30 in the morning? Oh, she was not real happy. Although, to not be many fair, people are that early no, in the morning. <laughs> to be fair, this was her plan um, because Chase needs his car today because he's got to get to school, take the girls to school. Um, because Holly goes to work here. She'll be at work by 5.30, so it's not like she had to. Got to go home and sleep a whole lot longer. So, but yeah, when I got her up at uh, 3.30 and I said, hey, it's time to get going. She's like, I'm going. I'm up. <laughs> no, you're not. And then she slept in the car all the way down here. Oh, my God. And so she dropped me off out front and I said, hey, you better not fall asleep. I don't want Cortland rolling in and going, hey, isn't that your vehicle parked down by the front? <laughs> I think your wife's dead or sleeping. Oh, so, my God. Anyway, that's my morning. Welcome. Are you looking for new cars or? Oh, yeah. We're always looking. <laughs> it's just, it sucks, dude. I know. It's not a lot of fun. And that's nothing against the people out there selling them. It's just, you want something that's not going to cost you a ton of money that's in decent shape. And Well, you know. if it makes you feel any better, I think I got to take my car in now, too. It doesn't make me feel better. I'm sorry. The steering wheel is like jiggling back and forth when I'm oh, driving. Okay. It's like. <laughs> Yeah, probably something to do with your, uh, maybe your your, your t- tires are not quite in balance or something. Or Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, they'll take care, they'll take care of you. I just know what's going to happen, though. I'm going to go in and they're going to say, hey, you need all new tires. I'm going to go, okay, where am I going to get those? Because I can't afford them. Good thing I have a tire tree in my backyard. <laughs> I'm going to go digging in a dumpster somewhere. Can Looking you, for tires. Can you find tires? I don't think that's where they put tires. Oh, my God. Anyway, good luck. Uh, it's Brandon Cortland at K-Hawk. Cedar Rapids, number one for New Country, 98.1 K-Hawk. Pick me up from Gabby Barrett. Good morning. It's Brandon Cortland. And I had to check my calendar yesterday to make sure that it was January. 
just seemed to be an odd month to have tornado sirens going off. Let me tell you how I found out about the tornadoes yesterday. Because I heard the weather all morning, so I knew we were expecting some thunderstorms later on in the afternoon. Okay. No big deal. I did think it was a little unusual considering it was January 16th. But hey, Mother Nature has a mind of its own sometimes. It's, it's Iowa after all. So yesterday, I'm taking a hard nap on the couch, like a Monday nap. <laughs> and all of a sudden, I wake up to the sound of these sirens. Yeah. And I'm like, God, these are annoying. I wish they would stop. And then as soon as they stopped, I just went back to bed. Like, it didn't even register in my brain that was half awake that the sirens meant something bad was happening. I was like, yeah, I know there's a thunderstorm. It's fine. So then when the sirens went off a second time, I woke up. And I saw that I had a text from my neighbor asking me if we were in the basement. And I'm like, what is going on? So then I sit up and I look at the forecast and I see there's a tornado warning. So I open up my front door. I pop my head out and I'm like, I don't see any tornadoes. I'm going to just keep sitting on the couch. But I did stay awake. And then by the third time that the (laughs) the siren went off, then I went down into my basement. Yeah, I was home yesterday, obviously, uh, not feeling well. So not being at work. I wasn't hypersensitive to what the forecast was uh, for yesterday. I knew that there was it was warm. There was a chance of some storms. And so uh, the kids were home with me yesterday. They were off of school. And so the girls and I were in the living room watching something. And a friend of mine texted me and and, uh, and said, hey, tornado in the Amandas. And I went, what? <laughs> and so I turned it over to, uh, to KCRG for their storm coverage. And yeah, they had video of it crossing Interstate 80. It was on the ground at that point. That's terrifying. And I went, Oh, my God. And so, of course, Carly, who I think, like a lot of people, still suffers a little PTSD from the derecho. Oh, for sure. Uh, whenever there's severe weather, she goes, oh, my God, Dad, I don't like this. It's a tornado. It's on the ground. Is it coming towards us? I go, Carly, it's in the Amandas. It's not anywhere near us. It's not coming towards us. And that's when <laughs> Channel 9 puts their storm tracker on the storm and says, oh, we can expect this cell to be in the Cedar Rapids Marion area. And she goes, oh, what? No. And I go, thanks a lot, Joe Winters. <laughs> It's not his fault. He's just no, doing his job. I know. Don't and it shoot ended, the messenger. And it ended up going uh, to the south of even the city of Cedar Rapids. So, uh, you know, we were never in any danger. When the and sun came out, I figured everything was okay. was weird? It was so strange. You had these horrible storms with tornadoes and those those ominous looking clouds. And then it all moved through and sun's out. It's 40 some degrees again. And now get ready because Wednesday and Thursday, snowstorm. <sighs> God. Yeah. The weather is just all over the place, man. Yeah. Mother Nature going through menopause. She's having hot flashes. <laughs> Seriously. She is like up and down. I mean, listen, it happens from time to time. Although I was talking to my dad yesterday and even he said, yeah, January tornadoes, really weird. Really, really weird. strange. I put that I was, you know, out and down in the basement with Tater for a little bit. I was down there maybe 10 minutes just after the third siren just yeah. to be safe. And I had quite a few friends in Michigan who were like, are you joking? And I said, no, I'm being dead serious. There's a tornado warning right now. Look it up. Yeah. Uh, just that one isolated cell that kind of moved through and uh, it did cause a little bit of damage. But fortunately, uh, January tornadoes aren't on the ground that long. So, Well, in case you're wondering, yes, I did have a nightmare about a tornado chasing me last night. Of course you did. <laughs> of course you did. You know what? You probably weren't alone. I have yet to talk to my daughters this morning. Chances are one of them had a similar dream. <sighs> It's Brandon Cortland at K-Hawk. Cedar Rapids number one for New Country, 98.1 K-Hawk. What ifs from Kane Brown and Lauren Elena. Good morning, it's Brandon Cortland, and we've got more tickets to give away this morning to go see Old Dominion.
Old Dominion going to be in Cedar Rapids in less than a month. Very excited for our first country concert of the year. I'm also excited because I am going to be taking my daughter Kaylee to this show. Oh. And she has, she's 12. And she's never really been shown a huge interest in music, so I've never taken her to a concert before. She asked to go to this one? She didn't, but I told her, I said, listen, I go, because You're going to go and you're going to like it. Well, you know, she sees her sister Carly has gone to shows, you know, I'm taking Carly to Taylor Swift, and I'm like, you know, I should reach out and try and do something with Kaylee. And I said, hey, I go, come to this show. I go, you know some of Old Dominion songs, even though you might not. Thank you, do. Uh, it's a great time. It's it's a lot of fun. I go, they're a really famous band. I go, and you might even get to meet them. And she's like, okay. She goes, I'll try it. <laughs> oh, my God. I guess I'll go. So oh. we'll see if we can impress a 12-year-old at Old Dominion on February 11th. <laughs> well, we're playing Two Truths and a Lie every morning this week for your chance to win tickets. And in case you want to know what you missed yesterday, Brian, Yes, what did I miss? We learned that the band chose the name Old Dominion as a nod to their Virginia roots. Okay. We learned that Trevor Rosen of the band co-wrote Blake Shelton's Sangria. They're all great songwriters, by the way. Oh, yeah. And we learned that guitarist Brad Tercy grew up hating country music. Aw. And now he's a part of it. And now he's a part of it. We'll do it again at 810 this morning. Two Truths and a Lie for more Old Dominion tickets with your country concert leader, Kay Hawk. Good morning. It is 612 with Brain and Cortland. And we only talk about the most important issues on this show uh, and we are talking about a very hot topic, a hot button issue right now, Cortland. We're talking about your favorite type of pop. I did not realize that people were so passionate about either Coke products or Pepsi products. Well, I, I, first of all, don't get me wrong. I get having your favorite kind of, of soda. You are a big fan of? Dr. Pepper. I'm a big fan of Mountain Dew products. No real secret there. We talked about it on the show before. However, if I went to one of my favorite restaurants and discovered they no longer had my favorite beverage of choice there, it's not like I'd walk out the door and refuse to ever eat there again. But that is what some people are threatening to do because we got word that Culver's, which I think is typically a Midwest fast food chain. I know they originated in Wisconsin, but they've got tons of locations here in eastern Iowa and the corridor. 913 locations across the country. Wow. So Culver's is just about everywhere. And uh, can I get an amen for the Butterburger? Amen. And the um, cheese curds? Oh, yeah. So good. Mm. But they announced that they sw- they're switching from Pepsi products to Coca-Cola products. Although they will still have a few fan favorites. That includes Culver's Signature Root Beer. Which is amazing. Diet Root Beer, Mm -hmm. Dr. Pepper, and Fresh Brewed Sweetened and Unsweetened Tea. But okay, the so, rest of the products will all be Coke. Yeah, so Gone is uh, is my uh, my Diet Mountain. They did have Diet Mountain Dew and Fountain, which I thought was, uh, was very nice when we went there. But now it won't be there. So now uh, a lot of people, at least on social media, which is where anger lives... <laughs> Are all upset about this and they're like, how dare you, Culver's? <laughs> well, there are people who are saying that. And then there's other people who are like, yes, yeah. I prefer Coke products over Pepsi products. So do you prefer Pepsi over Coke because you like Mountain Dew? As far as a cola goes, uh, I find Pepsi to be a little too sweet for me. I like, Ooh. I like, <laughs> let's look at the, me and my refined palate. Uh, I like, I like Coke, uh, but that's just me. I like pop in general. I'm a pop fan. I'm not uh, really a pop fan, and I know this is going to make people angry when I say this. Oh, boy. Watch out. 
but I don't really have a preference between Coke or Pepsi. Like it all that's just kind of tastes the same to me. <laughs> Okay, that's a lie. I've never it sat, doesn't taste the I've same. never sat down and done like an official taste test, but if I had like a Pepsi this week and a Coke next week, I don't think I'd be able to tell the difference. Are you a taste buds, Dad? I don't drink a lot of pop. That the might only be why. soda that I drink is when I have like a mixed drink at the bar. Okay. That's it. Yeah, Jack tends to cut through whether it's Coke or Pepsi. <laughs> that's true. Never mind. I'll I'll take my comments. I back. like my whiskey. That's right. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean, listen, I like all kinds of soda, but I would never be upset with a restaurant that, oh, by the way, Culver's, this decision probably made for financial reasons because they found it to be more cost effective and more affordable to have Coke products than Pepsi. And everybody's watching, especially restaurants, and you can say, well, Culver's is big enough, they don't have to worry about expenses. No, <laughs> no, they're not. Nobody's big enough where they don't have to worry about expenses. Everybody's watching the bottom line. And if it was cost effective for them to have Coke over Pepsi, that's what they're going to do. Can I just read you a few of the comments on the Facebook page that well, are ahead. cracking me up? Go ahead and, and read <laughs> me the outrage of America. Okay, Ashley posted a comment that said, OMG, I was just at Culver's two <laughs> days ago and noticed they switched to Coke. It made me so sad as it was one of the last places to carry Pepsi products. There was even a guy at the Hiawatha location who would say, do, straight from the mountain, when he handed me my fountain doozer, and I loved that. So, so disappointing. Well, now he can hand you one and go Coke straight from the cane. Fountain doozer. That was, <laughs> I love that so much. Fountain doozer. Danielle said, I'll just keep upgrading my drink to a shake so this nonsense doesn't bother oh, me. Oh, there you go. She's got it figured out. And then we had another comment from Tracy who said, had no idea there were so many Pepsi fans out there, sick freaks. <laughs> what I don't understand is that it's not like it's not like Coke and Pepsi. They're both gigantic companies. You know, not, you don't feel bad for oh, lowly Pepsi. If only they had a market share. They got nearly half the market share. <laughs> Calm down. Pepsi company's going to be okay. I'm single-handedly keeping them in business every morning by buying their Mountain Dew products. And you know what Paul said? Their root beer's the best. Why would you get anything else? Yeah. That's so very a lot true. of people I feel like are not really affected by this switch over at Culver's. Yeah. I love people who are just outraged. I can't believe. Imagine my dismay. No, there are quite a few people who are like, well, this place is off my list. And then there are some people who are like, well, this is disappointing, but I still like their food, so I'm still going to go there. Imagine your world is so beautiful and perfect <laughs> that the worst thing going on in your life is they have Coke at Culver's. Imagine that world, people. Well, you know, you and I have both been angry in the past when our favorite restaurants discontinue something that we love. So we can't really talk. First world problems. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> uh, you can read more about Culver's switching to Coke if you dare. And chime in on the Facebook page. Please do. Let us know how you feel. You can also send us a message this morning on the 98.1 K-Hawk app. Cedar Rapids, number one for New Country, 98.1 K-Hawk. You proof from Morgan Wallen. It is 647 with Brain and Cortland. Tuesday means listener lunch a little later on. Lucky's on 16th. Oh, Lucky's on 16th. I am so ready for you. The first thing I thought about when I woke up this morning was, am I going to do breakfast or am I going to do lunch today? Okay. I don't know. I really want to do some mac and cheese because, you know, Lucky's has a build your own mac and cheese option. They have so many options that you can throw in there. But then I also kind of want strawberry pancakes. Or maybe Ooh, last week they had red velvet French toast. Yeah. And I remember when you got that once, and I'm, 
I don't know. I don't know what I want to do. Can I get one of everything? Yeah, no. Uh, Lots of options at Lucky's because, like we said, one of the few places we get to go for listener lunch where, yeah, they have breakfast 24-7. And uh, we take advantage of that often. So will Kathy and her coworkers with ADM in Cedar Rapids joining us at Listener Lunch a little later on this morning. Any idea what you're gonna, uh, you wanna do today? I mean, the Benedict flight is on my radar. I just, I don't know. I don't know if I can commit to that. It's a lot. It's a lot of food. It is. I have, you know, I've got things I need to accomplish this afternoon other even, than just a food coma. Even heavier is the biscuit and gravy flight. It really is. I couldn't even finish half of that when I ordered it last time. But so worth trying. Oh, it was beautiful. If you wanna get entered for Listener Lunch, we're at Lucky's the entire month of January. You can get entered on the 98.1 K-Hawk app. Here's today's country music news of the day. It's Brain and Cortland's Country Quickies on 98.1 K-Hawk. Good morning, it's Brady Cortland leading things off with news of somebody who well, we haven't heard from in a while. That's Gabby Barrett. Good reason. She's on maternity leave after giving birth to her son, Augustine Boone, in November. But she's working on her next album, and she's gotten some help from a guy named Luke Combs. You've heard of him, right? Oh, that guy? Yeah. <laughs> Luke has his own album coming out in March, but apparently he's also contributing a track to Gabby Barrett's new album, which should be out sometime in 2023. Gabby, in a recent interview, said, quote, he was very adamant about the song and me recording it. So very oh. cool. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, no idea of the theme or title of the song, but uh, Luke Combs with a songwriting credit coming up on Gabby Barrett's next album. So we're looking forward to it. Priscilla Block is analyzing A Love Gone Wrong in her latest song, Me Part Two, which was released on Friday. The song, which was written solely by Priscilla, finds her singing from the perspective of a woman comparing herself to her ex-love's new partner and finding quite a few similarities. She said about the song, It was 2 o'clock in the morning, just me, my guitar, and a piece of paper. Sometimes it's the simplest songs that hit the most, and for me, part two is that. So here's a little clip of that song. What is it she does is going to be on the deluxe version of Priscilla's Welcome to the Block Party album, which will be out on February 10th. It will also feature three other brand new songs, Getting Even, Little Bit, and Off the Deep End. By the way, she's going to be making a stop in Iowa with Justin Moore later yeah. on this year, so maybe she'll sing that song live. I bet she will. I bet she will, too. All right, finally, Dustin Lynch is putting his fans in the spotlight for his new music video for the song Stars Like Confetti. Uh, and basically, it shows Dustin partying and tailgating with fans uh, before a show. This video... Drinking out of a cowboy boot. Apparently, among <laughs> other things. Beer pong included. Uh, the video is uh, has footage of fans partying with Dustin the night of his show at Country Jam in Eau Claire, Wisconsin, uh, back in 2022. Uh, beer pong, dancing... Like Cortland said, chugging beer from a boot. <laughs> it's as country as country shows get. Uh, the second half of the video, of course, is concert footage. But, uh, yeah, Stars Like Confetti, check it out on the Kayhawk app. Can you imagine you're at a concert for Dustin Lynch, and all of a sudden his people come around with a camera, and they're like, hey, want to play beer pong with Dustin? <laughs> uh, okay. And you go, hang on, i got to finish this beer boot, or this boot beer, or I don't know what you call it, but anyway. I don't know what you'd call it either. Those are your quickies this morning. Details on your country music news always on the free-to-download 98.1 Hawk app. Are you smarter than us? 
Cedar Rapids number one for New Country 98.1. K-Hawk, it's Brain in Cortland. Time to play Are You Smarter Than Brain's Kids? Brought to you by Wild Hogs and Walford. And we love a first-timer. And we've got a first-timer on the phone this morning. Good morning, Chris. Good morning. All right, Chris, what do you do for a living, if we can ask? I'm a financial advisor. Ooh. Do we have any money questions on the... No, uh, we oh, don't. okay, no math today. But he's definitely way smarter than both of us. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, a reminder, Chris, you got to get all three questions right to get that Wild Hogs gift card. Good luck. Thank you. All right, we're going to start with science today. This one should be fairly easy. What state of matter is coffee? Liquid. Correct. Nice job. Just to remind everyone, the three states of matter are solid, liquid, and gas. <laughs> I'm pretty familiar with that last form of matter. Myself, oh, so. you're so funny. <laughs> All right. Chris, question number two is a spelling question. We need you to spell the word adequate. Adequate. A-D-E-Q-U-A-T-E. Correct. You're kind of smart. Ooh. All right. All right. We're down to the last question, Chris. Good luck. This is for the win. Hopefully your response will be adequate. How many teaspoons are in a tablespoon? Oh, boy. Uh, uh, I know. <laughs> That's what I thought. Just a guess? Two. Oh. <laughs> Negative. Unfortunately, the answer was three. So you were only one off. Yeah. Note to self, don't try Chris's recipes. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Google's for. There you go. Hey, Chris, thanks for calling in. You can call back and uh, get a little redemption some other Tuesday. Yes, uh, Chris, a valiant effort on, a, on his first try. But uh, I, by the way, got the question wrong, too. I said four teaspoons and a tablespoon. I always just Google it when I don't know, like if I need to double a recipe or cut it in half. Yeah. I just Google it. Thank God for Google. Thank you, Google. Curse you metric system. <laughs> 732, Brady Cortland at K-Hawk. Country 98.1 K-Hawk. Latest from Dirks Bentley and Gold. 742 with Brady Cortland. The Eastern Iowa Wedding Show. Happening at the Hyatt Regency in Coralville. And it's coming up on Sunday, February 5th. We are giving you a chance to win VIP tickets to this Eastern Iowa wedding show. That means you can get in an hour early before everybody else to talk with wedding pros. And you get a free refreshment and a VIP swag bag. Oh, you'll be strolling around with your swag bag and people will be like, who's that? How'd they get in so early? Nothing better than free stuff. <laughs> uh, enjoy a runway show and more. It's the Eastern Iowa Wedding Show, February 5th in Coralville. If you want to be one of our VIP winners, sign up to win right now on the 98.1 K-Hawk app. Green 98.1 K-Hawk. Thought you should know the latest from Morgan Wallen. Good morning. It's 811 with Brandon Cortland. We're giving away Old Dominion tickets. They're going to be in Cedar Rapids. Cannot wait for this show Saturday night, February 11th. Like we said earlier, less than a month away. And we are playing Two Truths and a Lie all week long. Yes, we are. We have three facts for you about uh, Old Dominion. I almost called them One Dominion. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where that came from. Okay. Uh, and one of them has been changed just a little bit to make it a lie, and you have to figure out which one that is. Okay. So, uh, once again, here are your three facts to ponder this morning about the band Old Dominion. Number one, Matthew Ramsey and Witt Sellers first met when they played in the marching band drumline for rival high schools. Oh, drumlines, man. So much fun. <laughs> Number two, Old Dominion has had seven number one singles on the U.S. country airplay chart. Okay. Or number three, Snapback was the band's first number one single. 
Which one of those is a lie? All right, I have a guess, but I'm never right on these, but... Don't guess. Okay, well, I'm not going to publicly guess on the air, but... I'm going to read them one more time. Number one, Matthew Ramsey and Wood Sellers first met when they played in the marching band drum line for rival high schools. Number two, Old Dominion has had seven number one singles on the U.S. Country Airplay chart. Or number three, Snapback was the band's first number one single. All right, figure out the lie and you're off to see Old Dominion on February 11th in downtown Cedar Rapids with your country concert leader, 98.1, King Hawk. Good luck. Oops. With Brandon Corlin as we play Two Truths and a Lie for Old Dominion tickets. Hey, Hawk, good morning. You are caller number 10. Who is this and where are you calling from? This is Jordan from Iowa City. Hey, Jordan, good morning. Welcome to Two Truths and a Lie. Here are your three facts one more time. Number one, Matthew Ramsey and Witt Sellers first met when they played in the marching band Drumline for rival high schools. Number two, Old Dominion has had seven number one singles on the U.S. Country Airplay chart. Or number three, Snapback was the band's first number one single. Is it number two? No. They have had seven number ones on the U.S. Country Airplay chart. Yes, that's actually correct. Sorry. Hey, Hawk, good morning. Welcome to Two Truths and a Lie for Old Dominion tickets. Who's this? This is Chris. Hey, Chris, good morning. Take a listen one more time to your facts. Number one, Matthew Ramsey and Witt Sellers first met when they played in the marching band drumline for rival high schools. Number two, Old Dominion has had seven number one singles on the U.S. Country Airplay chart. Or number three, Snapback was the band's first number one single. Uh, I think Snapback was not their first number one single. You are correct. You would be right, correct. Uh, Yes, actually their first number one single was Break Up With Him. And Snapback never went to number one. That just blows my mind. On the U.S. Country Airplay chart, it peaked at number two. Wow. Hard to believe. Chris, congrats. You're going to see Old Dominion in Cedar Rapids on February 11th. It's just another example of a a song you just assume goes to number one. Didn't quite make it. It did go to number one on the Canadian country chart. Uh, You know why? Because Canadians are just a nice people. And they're like, oh, let's shoot them up to number one there, don't you know? Country 98.1 King Hawk. 829 with Brandon Cortland. That's Whiskey on You from Nate Smith. Coming up in about 10 or 15 minutes from now, uh, we're talking about the receipt police and why people have a problem with them. But right now, quite possibly... The strangest and creepiest story that you're going to hear about this morning, and it happened right here in Iowa. You know what? I, if I ever worked in a funeral home, I think in the back of my mind, there would always be that fear that somebody was going to come back to life while I was there, and it was going to be like a strange zombie scenario. And obviously, that's not what happened here, but it's still just as scary There was an incident over on January 3rd at the Ankeny Funeral Home and Crematory. Crematory? Yeah. Yep. And what happened was 911 was called for a cardiac arrest incident. Well, it turned out it was not a cardiac arrest incident. Unfortunately, we're not getting many details from the first responders or the funeral home, but there's scanner audio of a first responder saying, quote, Just so you know, this female was transported there deceased, and she is not. They are in the chapel, and she is on a cot. So basically, what that means is this woman, that's all we know. We don't know how old. We don't know her her identity or anything like that. All that information obviously being withheld. They believe that she came from a local nursing home. Okay, But the nursing home did not confirm that information. So they believe that she had a heart attack or some some sort of cardiac event. Um, and they 
at some point in time thought that she was deceased and they then transported her to the Ankeny Funeral Home. But surprise, she wasn't dead. Yeah, not and deceased. I'm just oh imagining the terror for everyone, especially for that woman who then wakes up in a funeral home confused about what's going on. The person or people working in the funeral home have to be shocked. And the people at the alleged nursing home who assume that she was dead have to be extremely shocked. So once again, now and listen, the family, a, yeah, the family finding out that you have a loved one who's dead and starting the grieving process and the planning process and then finding out they're actually not dead after all. So I was doing a little searching for similar stories to this. And you'll find a few here and there throughout the country over the past, you know, five years on the Internet. And usually what will happen is a mistake is made. At least at first, a genuine, honest-to-goodness mistake is made. And in this case, this woman was older. Maybe it was super hard to find a pulse. And they thought that she had passed. I mean, I get that. I, you know, I, you first responders and people who are out there on the lines who, who meet these situations and you get there first, man, that's just something I know I couldn't do. And so I don't know what kind of mistake was made, but obviously it's being kind of kept hush hush. Yeah. Because, you know, so anyway, and, and like I said, I don't know whether this woman just kind of suddenly woke up and said, you know, what's going on or whether she began to show signs of breathing and obviously a, a, a heartbeat and things like that. And that's how people at the funeral home knew that, oh, my God, this woman's alive. I am genuinely so, interested in hearing how this all went down. Yeah. If at some point the family and the funeral home and the first responders are going to be willing to share that information. Obviously, right now they're respecting the family's privacy, so they're not releasing names sure. or any details. Which is the right move to do. Yeah. But listen to this. When I was doing some research as well about scenarios that were similar, there was a situation back in 2020 in Michigan in Southfield, Michigan, which is where I went to school. And apparently this woman was 20 years old, was sent to the funeral home. The funeral home worker unzipped the body bag as he was preparing to embalm her. And she was breathing and had her eyes open. Yeah. How scary would that be? That's that's actually one of the stories I read about uh, online, the 2020 case from Michigan. And if you read more about that story, you'll it will reveal to you that there were people that did not follow proper procedure and proper protocol. Uh, and unfortunately, she ended up passing away eight weeks later. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she was completely alive when they unzipped the bag. Just so scary. So, so frightening. You can read more about the information we do know about the case that happened in Ankeny, Iowa. It's up on the 98.1 King Hawk app. Rabbits number one for New Country, 98.1 King Hawk. With a woman you love, that's Justin Moore. Good morning, it's 844 with Brandon Corlett. I just, i got to get something off my chest here. I've been seeing a lot of these things pop up on my social media news feeds lately. And there was a video that went viral on TikTok last week that I think really brought this issue to the forefront. And that is when you're leaving a store, whether it's a Walmart, Target, whether it's a grocery store, Hy-Vee, Fairway, all these Uh, And you are asked to show your receipt. Do you legally have to show your receipt? Are you legally obligated to do so? And the answer is yes and no. Certain stores, you have to. Stores like Sam's Club and Costco, those are paid membership clubs. And they actually have uh, rules written into their membership uh, clauses that say, yeah, when we ask you to show your receipt, you have to show it. Or else you can't pay to shop there. But what about other stores that ask for your receipt? 
And I think the one that gets banged on a lot because it's the one where it happens, I think, more frequently than others is Walmart. And do you legally have to show your receipt when asked at Walmart? And the legal answer, straight up, is no, you do not. But do they have a right to ask you for your receipt? And the answer to that question is also yes, that they do have a right to ask you. Um, They have something called the shopkeeper privilege law. This is effective in most states. Now, this is for shoplifting. If they suspect you of stealing something or shoplifting, they, of course, have a right to ask you for your receipt or to look in your bags. However, now with the prevalence of self-check aisles, more and more stores are also asking random customers if they can look at their receipt. Especially if you have like a big ticket item. Yeah, big ticket items are also always going to get flagged. That's right. And it seems like some people have really gotten upset at this because they feel like, I think, maybe they feel like they're being profiled. Maybe they feel like they're being accused of something. I think part of it is with certain stores like Walmart, they have mainly gone to self-checkout. I don't yeah. know the last time you went to Walmart, but oh, I know. it's pretty much all self-checkout now. There's only a handful, if you're lucky, of registers with an actual person that are open. So I feel like people are irritated that they're having to wait in these longer lines and scan all their own things in. And then after they do all that work, they're being questioned like, are you saying I didn't do it right? You know what I mean? Like, I had to do all this work myself, and now you're questioning me? I think that's kind of the attitude behind it. I get it, and I understand that. It's frustrating. And don't get me wrong, I don't like the fact that Walmart and other stores, I don't know if you've been to Target lately, and while they do have more people in physical lines, they've got self-check things at both sides uh, of the Target store. But I've never had use. anybody ask for my receipt at Target I before. haven't either. And I will tell you this, the last few times I've been to Walmart, and we don't go there a ton, but I go there for general supplies and things like that, I haven't been asked to show my receipt. So I don't know how random it is. And I will also th- say this, I'm not going to let the rogue Walmart or store employee off the off the handle here either, because the video that went viral last week showed a Walmart employee hassling a customer more than he should. And so I think that stokes fears and division as well. But in but, a lot of cases, the employees are just doing their job. They probably make minimum wage or close to minimum wage. And they're told, hey, you know, check people's receipts as they walk out the door. So it doesn't make sense to yell at them. Yeah. And, it doesn't make sense to get upset at them. They're just doing what they're told to do. It's like when you go to a, I don't know, a clothing store that doesn't have a return policy. They have an exchange policy and you scream at the cashier because of the store policy. Yeah. Not that I'm... <laughs> Not that speaking you, from it experience. sounds like you're speaking from personal experience there. <laughs> yeah, and listen, I know there are going to be situations where you get asked to do something and you think it's absolutely ridiculous. But trust me, the trouble raised is not worth it. Just smile, show me receipt, and go home with your deodorant that now costs $6. Because listen, stores suffer millions of dollars of shoplifting and theft every year. And where do you think the cost that, of that goes to? Where, where is it passed along to? It's consumers and raised prices. And I get it. We want physical people having jobs checking us out and scanning our items. But it's the world we live in right now. So anyway, just remember that the next time somebody asks to see your receipt. It's not the end of the world. They're not suggesting you stole from them. They're not profiling you. They're doing a job. And they're and hopefully they're doing it to the best of their ability. So 849, it's Brandon Courtland at Kayhawk. 
Cedar Rapids, number one for New Country, 98.1 K-Hawk. With Lainey Wilson and Heart Like a Truck. Good morning, it's Brady Cortland. And it's officially that time of year. It's Valentine's for Vets time. Our salute to Iowa's hospitalized veterans. So get working on those homemade Valentines now. I know a lot of people like to get groups together. You know, people who have Girl Scouts or maybe school groups or clubs. They like to have all the kids get together and make these Valentines in bulk and then deliver them to one of the drop-off locations. Yeah. Uh, right now, Wild Hogs in Walford, you can drop them off there or mail them to us here at the K-Hawk Studios. Um, you can also drop them off here at our studios doing business hours if you like. Yeah, that's super easy too. Uh, we just have a deadline that we need the Valentines to us, and that deadline is Tuesday, February 7th. And I heard a rumor that we're actually going to get to deliver the Valentines this year after a couple of years of the hospital being on lockdown. I know. We've been battling COVID the last few years, but yeah, they're going to let us back in, hopefully, to deliver some of these to veterans. So get making your Valentines for vets right now. If you want a reminder on what you can and cannot include, please no glitter. It's the devil's dust. Yeah, no glitter. That makes a real mess. And no food or candy or anything yeah. like that either. Uh, you can get that list and our mailing address on the 98.1 K-Hawk app. Point one, K-Hawk, number one for new country with Cole Swindell. And she had me at Heads Carolina. It's Brandon Cortland wrapping it up here on a Tuesday, which means while we're Finishing here in studio, we're headed to Listener Lunch in just a bit. Listener Lunch. Listener Lunch. Break me off a piece of that, Listener Lunch. I believe that jingle has been taken. <laughs> I have been uh, I have been snacking on some very unsatisfying cashews, halves, and pieces. Wow. Even though they're covered with sea salt, which makes them taste much better, but... They, they just don't fill you up. No, not like a giant pancake from oh Lucky's. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yes. So we're off to Lister Lunch. Uh, Kathy and her coworkers with ADM and Cedar Rapids will be joining us over at Lucky's on 16th. So uh, a reminder, we've still got a couple of Tuesdays left in the yeah, month. Yeah, two more. Yeah. So get entered for Lister Lunch if you want some breakfast or lunch from Lucky's on the 98.1 K-Hawk app. Uh, back tomorrow morning, bright and early at 5 a.m. Until then, have a great Tuesday. So long.